The PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $10 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. Get mountain cold refreshment delivered straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com SGP. That's CoorsLight.com SGP. Roster brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. Roster brought to you by StableDuel. StableDuel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $40,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And of course, make sure to download the SGPN app. Your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. And taking the shot to ground down Bale. He missed the catch and he gets it for the touchdown. The catch is made by Calvin Ridley. Wilson, as he throws deep down. Welcome everyone to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Thursday, April 21st, currently 2.47 on the East Coast. Here to break down the player props for the three NBA playoff games. And joining me to break it all, Dan's my main man on the West Coast. It's Dan Titus. Dan, how you feeling, my man? It's been a while. Unaf, what's good, brother? It has been way too long. And uh, I know I've had a brief hiatus. I'll be back on Friday with McKee talking yeah. spreads, totals, player props, all that. But yeah, we're here for the prop cast. We got a bunch of game. We got a bunch of games on tonight, three games, but uh a lot of props, a lot of props. So just wish that I just wish the books would owe us that Stephen Adams under man. We we need oh, that we need that work out here. <laughs> that's the first thing I checked for this morning uh, <laughs> to see if that was posted, but nothing yet. I don't think they're gonna post it. The funny part is that they have the uh, first basket posted, right. a line posted for that for him, but but no right. player props yet. But they won't they won't they won't dare after what after what we just did to them. Um, yeah, a couple I'm, of nights ago. Yeah, I'm sure they they got crushed on that prop. So yeah. Every Everybody was all over the unders on that props, but uh, yeah. yeah, plan for today's show. We'll keep it simple. We're digging to uh, some injury news that came about this morning uh, concerning uh, the uh, defending champs and then also the Western Conference champs from last year, Devin Booker and Chris Middleton. Then we'll give you out our three player props and keep it short and simple for you guys. So, uh, Dan, let's just dive right into it, man. The news came out for two players this morning. Uh, we knew about the um, the Devin Booker news, he missed, uh, I think it was most of the second half in that game two against the Pelicans. Uh, came out, he had a hamstring injury. Today we get the official news that it's a grade one hamstring uh, sprain for Devin Booker. He will be out at least two to three weeks for the Phoenix Suns, man. Um, let's start with the effect, obviously, that's going to have on the Suns here. Obviously, you don't have your number one scorer, the guy that can score a bucket from any point of the basket. He had 31 points in game two in the first half. Uh, but what does this kind of do for the Suns, man? What do you think of their championship um, odds here? And if they can get out of this first round or even make some noise in the second round, what are you thinking here? Yeah, first off, want to give you props for picking Devin Booker over, I think it was 16 and a half first half points. 13 uh, and a half, yeah. Thir- 13 picks, and a half. Yeah, yeah. Crushed, crushed that. Yeah. Um, and then for, for him only to go out later on, like that, that just looked genius. Um, but in terms of Booker and his injury right now, I, I'm still not worried. You know, I'm still holding firm to my my early season uh, Suns 
you know, Western Conference championship or I said NBA championship pick. Yeah. Um, it certainly derails the the path there a little bit. Like I think they might have to work a little bit harder. We saw the New Orleans Pelicans just really play. I mean, on the strength of Brandon Ingram just coming into his own, really. Um, he had an amazing game. Scott Foster game. Uh, Dan, throw that out the window, facts, man. Facts, facts, <laughs> facts. We, we all, all the conspiracy theorists, we can, we can blame Scott Foster because, like, there's just something about it, man. Like, you can't – Scott Foster's involved and Chris Paul, you can't bet it. So, yeah. I think we saw that yet again here. But um, I think that the Suns will still win this series. Like, I'm not okay. going to get – I'm not going to overreact to it because the Suns – you know, they were one of the top teams in man's games, man games lost this year in terms of injury. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've weathered the storm before, like before when Chris Paul was out, Devin Booker stepped up. I think the same way we saw Chris Paul take over in game one when he's yeah. like, hey, guys, we're getting a little we're getting a little stagnant in our offense. Like, let me just go off. I, I think that the, the Suns are just a deeper team. And even if you look at the whole roster, like I think that this was just like kind of a shock to them, you know, yeah. with Booker just kind of going out in the beginning of the third quarter. Um, they didn't, didn't make their adjustments and they got, they got kind of taken out of the game, but I think that Monty Williams will make those adjustments. They were horrible in transition defense. Monty Williams talked a lot about that in the presser. So I think he'll make those adjustments and I think he's ready for that moment. You know, Willie green, the coach on the other side of the, of the, uh, the, the, the sideline here, Mm -hmm. he came from Monty Williams system. So like, even though Monty, uh, Willie green has done a great job of coaching this team up, this team was a, you know, middling of the road, 500 team for most of the season. They're playing well right now, but I don't see them beating the Phoenix Suns here in a in a, in a seven game series. Yeah, I mean, I think that they've already they they've been without Devin Booker during the regular season, so it's probably going to go back to that same game script or game plan where hey, okay, we didn't have Devin Booker, but somebody's going to have to step up. I think that guy's probably going to have to be Cam Johnson. I think that you know, yeah. looking at his player props, that when they do get posted uh, for their next game, I think that's something that I do want to target. Um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I think that they're going to be okay without him. I think that it'll be more of a challenge. Uh, in the next round, um, when they're facing, uh, it's going to be Dallas or Utah. Uh, but they, are, you know, again, Dallas is dealing with their own injury issues right now. But I think they do have enough to get over this hump, especially. And I've said this all along that if you have CP3 on the floor, I think one of the smartest, if not the smartest, basketball player that I think has probably ever played the game. And the, the IQ yeah. that this guy has for the game is absolutely phenomenal. And when you have him on the floor, um, he's going to make everybody else better and elevate their play. So I think that Sun yeah, they'll be fine with him. Uh, or sorry, without Devin Booker, at least for, uh, this first round here. So two or three weeks for Devin Booker. Then uh, yesterday, the news uh, also came out or a player that did leave the Bucks and the um, Bull game, Bulls game was Chris Middleton. We have the news this morning that he has a sprained MCL he is going to be out uh, at least for it's probably going to be a month, um, depending on what happens with the Bucks here. But kind of same situation. It's funny that these two teams that did make it to the playoffs, uh, or sorry, the finals last year, didn't have any injury uh, concerns, and now they are the two teams dealing with it the most. So that, that's just you know when we talk about injury luck, whether it's in the NFL or whether it's in the NBA, uh, it's it comes around to bite you. But Chris Middleton, uh, three to four weeks, man. Um, what's going to happen here with the Bucks? You thinking, uh, Dan? I'm actually more concerned about the Bucks than I am the Suns here. Okay. And it's because, I mean, Chris Middleton wasn't playing well in this series to begin with. But, mm-hmm. you know, if you're looking longer tail here, you're going to need Chris Middleton through the next the next round where you're getting potentially the Boston Celtics or the, the Brooklyn Nets, more than likely the, the Boston Celtics. Yeah. I mean, you're going to need those wing defenders 100% against, you know, Tatum and, 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 um, and, and Jalen Brown here. But... I think it's also a testament to, you know, Milwaukee's been a good team all season, but they've kind of been coasting. And I think we've seen them, you know, I've, they've been having these very large spreads, you know, 10, 
up to 10 points in, in these first two games versus the Bulls. Mm-hmm. And the Bulls have just found ways to adjust. We've seen Nik- Nikola Vucevic really step up and actually be a decent player. You're getting Pat Williams, you know, doing his thing. And I think that this yeah. Bulls team is actually surprising. They're very competitive in this game and I, I in this series. And I don't know that I'm willing to bet right now that the Bulls can take it, but I'm worried about the long-term path of the Bucks if they don't have Chris Middleton back there. Because if Drew Holiday's not hitting anything, yeah. you're, you're solely relying on Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, Bobby Portis left the game with a, an eye injury, laceration, or whatever. He'll be mm-hmm. back. But if you're relying on him and Brooke Lopez and I, you're going to go into Grayson Allens and the Pat Connington's of the world, like I don't know if I feel good about the offense that you can generate because um, there, there's going to be teams later on that are just going to build the wall against uh, against Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah. You build the wall, you got to have shot creators. And if Chris Milton isn't there, uh, that, that's going to be tough. Yeah, 100% agree with everything that you said. I think the depth that uh, the Phoenix Suns do have, the Bucks really don't have it. And I think, you know, Terrell has talked about this a lot on the NBA Gambling Podcast has been that the Bucks outside of their top three guys, Holiday, Giannis, and uh, Middleton, after that, they really don't have much. I mean, last season, right. yeah, they, they won the championship. But they did get Brooke Lopez back, which is big for them. But if you're going to have to rely on guys like Grayson Allen and Pat Covington, I mean, that's only going to take you so far. Right. You know, we'll see if they get out the, the first round against the Chicago Bulls. Um, but again, it, when they have to play Brooklyn or Boston in the next round, that's where they're going to really run into trouble. So I really don't see them getting past round two here, especially without Chris Middleton on the floor for them. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the Bucks here as we kind of progress through the playoffs. Um, anything else you want to touch on here, Dan, uh, that's kind of stood out to you, maybe from a player performance perspective? I know we've talked about Jordan Poole and uh, we've talked about uh, Tyrese Maxey. You're a Philly squad, man, up 3 nothing. Yeah. How you feeling, bro? Um, so I felt like we escaped with a victory and, you know, much of these playoffs are, are about a little bit of a dose of luck and execution. And I think doc Rivers showed his ass once again, that the possession right before they, they miraculously called the timeout with 0.9 seconds left could have yeah. called it before that. Mm-hmm. But then also the play that they actually draw drew up was an Embiid ISO at the top of the key. And I'm like, what is this offense? Like you don't need to do that now. Granted, Joel Embiid made the shot of his life, best moment of his career easily. And to go up 3-0, I think that they're in a, in a solid position to move on to the next round here, uh, potentially to face the Heat, which I think it's going to be. Um, that's going to be a dogfight, but it's going to be a really good matchup that I, I think the Sixers can actually take it. This is their path to the Eastern Conference right now. And, um, you know, I'm really inspired by the play of Maxi. I still think he needs to be the primary scorer next to Joel Embiid. Yeah. Joel, uh, James Harden should be the facilitator. He could still get his when he Mm -hmm. wants to, but he really needs to generate the offense. And then if you're getting that X factor of Tobias Harris actually playing well, this is going to be a dangerous team as we get deeper into the playoffs. But um, in terms of the heat side of things, I've been really impressed by the heat, man. Like Jimmy Butler just going off. That's what he does, you know, in playoff formats. Like he's been kind of the whole team. I feel like has been kind of, kind of cruising to that uh, throughout the season. You know, we saw Kyle Lowry miss a bunch of games for personal reasons. Ben, Mm -hmm. I'm out of bio missed games earlier in the season and they still weathered the storm. So this, this team is, has a strong veteran presence, a lot of playoff experience. Adding P.J. Tucker there was great. Mm-hmm. Tyler Hero gives you the, the presence off the bench. And, you know, even Gabe Vincent is showing up and, and Max Struess as well. So this is a deep team. I'm really excited. I think that the whoever wins that matchup to me is, is going to take the Eastern Conference. Okay. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm excited for these round two matchups, man, uh, especially if it does, if it ends up being Miami and Philly, which it looks like it is going to be, uh, that's going to be one hell of a series. Would not be surprised if that series gets to, gets to seven games, man. That's going to be a dog yeah. fight, especially with yeah. the defense, you know, Miami has, like you touched on it, and the Phillies offense, the guys that have been stepping up. You know, I think I have it at least, you know, you have a little bit to have crapped on Tobias Harris from last season, but yeah. he's played really well this season. I think that Doc Rivers, that coaching staff has done a good job of finding the right role for him. If that makes sense, once they traded for James Harden, because I know those first couple games, he wasn't getting the was shot rough. volume. Yeah. It was, right. it was rough for him and they figured it out. Right. And I think that's right. what, you know, good coaching staff does, but yeah, you're right about Maxi, man. He, he's been playing really well. I think that 100% that he needs to be that second scorer next to Joel Embiid and just let James Harden be the facilitator of this offense. He can rack up those assists real quick. Yeah. And we've seen time and time again, he can be one of the best offensive players on the floor as well. He can get to the rim at will. He could get to the free throw line at will. So Philly looking great right now, man. I'm excited for you and Sean. Um, the, next, the, the next round, I think you're right. Whoever wins that series yeah. is probably going to get to the uh, finals. It's always a temper expectations thing, right? Like yeah. <laughs> we, we were here last year and, you know, we were here two years ago. Like it's always this, this ramp up and to only be disappointed, but that's, that's the life of a Philly fan. <laughs> well, at least your team is in the playoffs. Mine, mine is in at one, two, three, one, two, three Cancun probably for the next couple of seasons, man. Um, but hopefully you guys got a nice draft pick coming your way. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we get that number one or number two, at least. So yeah. definitely excited to see who teams up with uh, Jalen green there. Uh, he had an incredible second half of the year for the, uh, yeah, for the Rockets. So, uh, yeah, we'll definitely be keeping an eye on the NBA draft as well. Um, Dan, let's take a quick break here, bud, and then we'll dive into our three player props here for this uh, Thursday night NBA playoff schedule. We're brought to you by WinBet. Make sure to get down on WinBet's $10 win $200 promotion where a $10 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Plus, the WinBet Casino is offering 100% deposit bonus up to $1 thousand dollars and of course don't forget to get involved in their same game parlays with the wins own build your own bit bet feature that's right same game parlays with the wins own build your own bet feature there's so much to choose from and all you have to do is download the win bet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started today offers up to change terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 years or older and present in a state where playthrough win bet is available if you or someone you know has a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 it's that time, the NBA playoffs, and SGPN is offering NBA playoffs bracket challenge. We're giving away $500 in their bracket challenge. Completely free to enter, just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA playoffs, or hit the contest link in the SGPN app for your chance to win $500. It's a hectic time of year. Between weddings, graduation, spring sports, and more, we're busier than ever before. And sometimes we forget to take a second to, for ourselves. So this season, take a second to enjoy an ice-cold Coors Light because you deserve a beer that's made to chill. Do you always feel like you're always on work, friends, family, and million social issues and the expectation to be on 24-7? Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit the reset button. That's when you reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. Mountain cold refreshment, it's really made to chill. Like I said, Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Perfect for a moment to unwind. When I need to take a second for myself, I reach for the beer that's made to chill. 
Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com SGP. That's CoorsLight.com SGP. And remember to always celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. All right, coming off of the break, let's dive into these player props. Dan, I'll give you the floor first here, my man. Uh, first player prop for tonight, what do you got? First one I'm going with, I'm riding a hot hand. Jordan Poole over 25 and a half points and assists. And I, I just love Jordan Poole in this spot, man. I don't know what the Nuggets are going to be able to do to stop him. And that death lineup, you know, of Curry, Poole, and and Clay Thompson has just been extremely efficient. Their, their plus minus is absurd. Um, some of the shots that Jordan Poole has just been hitting, you know, that step back fadeaway that he hit on DeMarcus Cousins where he had no chance at it. He's yeah. just playing at a whole nother speed right now. And I think his confidence is through the roof. I don't think that Steve Kerr is going to move away from him. An alert came out today that Steph Curry's minutes are going to be increased. Mm-hmm. Um, some might think that that might play into Jordan Poole's minutes. I don't think that it will. I think it's actually only going to help him because if Curry plays more with the starters, you get more opportunities for Jordan Poole to play in that on that second unit. Um, and really be the facilitator of that offense. So um, I don't think he's going to have any short of shortage of points in this game. And it's really just the assists that I think is, is really going to give him that uptick. In the first two games, he's averaging 30 points and six dimes. And he's gone over 25 and a half points and assists in 10 straight games. And two of them, including Curry, you know, obviously in the last ones. But, you know, his usage rate has gone up in the playoffs, 27.9 versus 26.5 in the regular season. So I, I think that this guy is just locked in right now. And uh, his confidence is going to take him there. 25 and a half still seems too low for me. Um, the other one I wanted to sprinkle on of this game is also Steph Curry, 28 and a half points and assists. I think that's still too low, considering yeah. that he could, with this minute's increase, he could easily go for go for 30 with like five or six dimes. Yeah, 100%, man. Again, this death lineup that they've kind of created or maybe intentionally waited for the playoffs uh, to kind of feature it. It's been <laughs> yeah. it's been unstoppable, and you're right, man. Um, I don't think 100%. You can't – Kerr is not that dumb of a coach to bench the hottest hand right now uh, for the Golden State Warriors. So I don't see this affecting Jordan Poole's minutes. I mean, the first two games, uh, he's played at least 30 minutes, 30 and 34 yeah. – hasn't even needed the assist um, uh, for, to get over this projection at 30 and 29. Right. So, and the shot volume is there as well. So if that attention tonight, again, if it's, if it's, if we see Curry playing more minutes, like they came out and said, that's going to open up more opportunities for Jordan Poole because I feel like they're still going to focus in on Curry and trying to stop him and Clay Thompson. That's going to open up even more opportunities for Jordan Poole. So definitely hundred percent like this play um, for this game between the Golden State Warriors and the Denver Nuggets. Um, and then you also said uh, Steph Curry was points and assists. You also liked uh, for this game. Uh, 28 and a half. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that, man. Um, for my first player prop, or I'll stay in this game as well. Um, I'm going to go with Jeff Green over half a three point shot made. And I think, you know, I was eyeballing this before the series started and the numbers kind of weren't backing up when I kind of went back to the season, but it's a little bit juiced at minus 145, but, you know, Green is more than capable of knocking down a three-point shot, especially from those corner spots where you uh, for where Jokic really f- finds Jeff Green in those corner three-point shots, kind of uh, P.J. Tucker-esque. Um, in the first two games of the series versus the Warriors, Green has made at least one. 
in each of the games. He's gotten uh, five attempts up, but he's very, very efficient. I know this is a very, very thin line between attempts he gets and makes, but he's playing 23 minutes per contest so far here uh, in these first two games. I think that, you know, we've seen Green really do this throughout his career where, you know, he was with the Rockets when he was with um, the Brooklyn Nets last season. So I'm going to continue backing this. I just need him to make one here. I'll take my chances. Give me the over half a three-point shot made for Jeff Green. Yeah, the ideal state is, you know, he's going to get into that like a lineup with like uh, Bielitsa or somebody like that mm-hmm. where, you know, he kind of, fades into the paint a little bit. So on a couple ball reversals, he kicks out to the fade to, to the corner. I, I could yeah. definitely see that happening. Yeah. hundred percent, man. Yeah. I just need him to make one. So I'll take my chances on that one. Uh, let's get to your next one, Dan. What do you got? Yeah. So my next one, I'm going to move over to the Dallas and Utah game. And this one just had me kind of scratching my head, which could be a fishy moment, but you know what? I'm going to take the value on it. It's Jordan Clarkson over 12 and a half points at plus 100. I found that at FanDuel. Um, this is just too low from a guy that just dropped 21 points in the last game. Um, I think that the Jazz, I mean, right now the, the series is tied. They're going to need some scoring outside of Donovan Mitchell and Boyan Bogdanovich. Um, it's just, like, it's not going to be Rudy Gobert. And we'll talk about that later, but yeah there's got to be someone else that's going to generate offense. And both of these teams are running a relatively short bench. Um, Jordan Clarkson accounted for like almost 90% of their bench points last game. Mm-hmm. Um, he is only seeing like about 20 mid 25s in minutes, but with Mike Conley struggling, I think we're going to see a little bit more offense needed from Jordan Clarkson in 12 and a half. That's just too, that's just way too low. Um, he's gone over this in four of his last five playoff games. Um, including his for the last game in game two. Um, this is a must win game for the Utah Jazz here. And I, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, this is going to be really interesting because Luka Doncic isn't playing. I'm curious to see how the series goes here. But I think now that they're back in Utah, um, Jordan Clarkson does play really well at home. Yeah. I think that this is going to be a nice little boost for him. But I'm curious to see how this this series kind of swings here with Jalen Brunson just going bonkers last, last game and, and kind of see how this kind of uh, regresses back to the mean, if you will. Yeah, I agree with that, man. And this season at home uh, for Jordan Clarkson, uh, even though he averaged a little bit more minutes during the regular season at close to about 27, he did average 16.7 at home this season. And I agree with you 100%. And, and, the, and I had I took McDonavich's over points on Monday, or I'm sorry, on Tuesday when these two teams got together. And it's, a, it's exactly what you just said, is that they need a third third guy behind Mitchell and Bogdanovich that's going to have to score the basketball. And, you know, we've seen it with some of the other teams that have three bona fide scores that show up. But for the for the Utah Jazz, their second best player is probably Rudy Gobert. Um, yeah. But for he's not a scorer. Right. And like you said, we'll get to that in a minute. But for, for Jordan Clarkson, like he's done this throughout his career where he's kind of been that he's won six man of the year awards and they're going to really need him step up. So that 12 and a half seems a little conservative especially in a game where McDonough may have a slow night. We know Donovan Mitchell is going to get his, no matter what it is with Donovan Mitchell, we know that shot volume is going to be there for him. But if yeah. a guy, maybe like McDonough that has a slow night, possibly Jordan Clarkson can fill that rule very, very nicely for him. So yeah, 12 and a half does seem a little conservative to me. Um, yeah. I'll say in the same game there as well, I have a point spot for the same team. It's pretty much an autoplay here, man. We just got to go with Donovan Mitchell over 29 and a half points. I mean, look, he's he's the best player on this team. He is the offense for this team. Um, 
And so far this series, he's had 30 plus points in each of the first two games. And more importantly for me, I'm backing this, uh, the points prop here, was, and I'm looking at the two factors and backing it over is number one, like we talked about, the minutes that players are playing. Um, Donovan Mitchell, 40 plus minutes in both of those games. Him and Bogdanovich are the only two players that have played 40 plus minutes for the Utah Jazz in the first two games. I think that, again, continues here tonight. And number two, what I look out for is shot volume, right? First game, he had, I think, 30 attempts. The last game, 29. Um, so he's averaging close to 30-plus attempts per game, and he's going to have to be that guy for this Utah Jazz team if they want a chance to win uh, this series. So he's also a pretty great free-throw shooter, which only helps you when you're backing points props. You know, when he attacks the basket, he gets to the free-throw line at will as well. He, he actually knocks them down. Um, so I think those are the kind of the three things I kind of look at. And for Donovan Mitchell – at 29 and a half, he should get into that 30-point range again here tonight, being back on their home floor, um, looking to take a 2-1 lead here. So I got to take Donovan Mitchell over 29 and a half points here, uh, Dan. Dude, he scored over 29 and a half points in nine of his last 10 playoff games. Yeah. Like, dude, it's a walking buck. Like, there's, if there's one thing that is for sure is that Donovan Mitchell is going to hoist up a ton of shots in a playoff game, uh, especially when they need a victory. So, um, I, I, I totally agree with you. I'm, I'm definitely going to be tailing backing Donovan Mitchell here. Yeah. Um, let's do this. Let's take, uh, one more quick break. Here's one more player problem. I'm going to get to this game and get your thoughts on. So we'll be right back after we hear from our sponsors. It's a hectic time of the year between weddings, graduation, spring sports, and more. We're busier than ever right now. And sometimes we forget to take a second for ourselves. So this season, take a second, and enjoy an ice cold Coors Light because you deserve a beer that's made to chill. Do you ever feel like you're always on work, friends, family, a million pressing social issues and an expectation to be on 24-7? Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit the reset button. And that's why you reach for a Coors Light. It's made to chill. There's only one beer that's out there literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. That way you always know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit the reset, just open a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Perfect for a moment to unwind. So all you gotta do is head over to CoorsLight.com SGP. That's CoorsLight.com SGP to get Coors Light delivered straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart. And remember, to always res- celebrate responsibly, Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode actually doesn't protect your privacy? That's right, without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prowling eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media, whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting 9 months for free. 
IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. All right, coming off of the break here, uh, before we dive into our last player props, this is a prop that I did want to mention here to you, Dan, is I was kind of digging around and looking at some of these double-double props, and um, I, I wanted to touch on Rudy Gobert here. And his double-double right now is listed at, yes, at minus 310, and the no is at uh, plus 210 uh, for him here tonight. And offensively, look, we know he's going to get the rebounds. He's had 17-plus in both of the first games here against the Dallas Mavericks, again, because they don't really have a big man that can contain him or keep him off the boards. But number one, he's not really going to be featured in the offense for the Utah Jazz, we've seen that Donovan Mitchell doesn't really pass him the ball, yeah. and and they don't really post him up. I mean, his points really come off of either to offensive rebounds and putbacks or getting to the free throw line. In the first two games, he hasn't touched ten points. Um, he's had eight in one game and five in the other game. Again, he's gotten the rebounds, but I kind of want to get your thoughts here. I kind of want to play the no here at plus two ten, man. What do you kind of think about that? I think it's really compelling because. Uh, it's really the dynamic of the Utah offense. I hate watching. I mean, I loved watching Donovan Mitchell, like just in terms of his pure skill, but he's also a very frustrating point guard to guard to watch because there's just many of, there's just many times where Rudy Gobert has a clear mismatch in the post and he just just looks him off for like some running floater over two people um, or settling into a fadeaway jump shot. And I I think it just speaks to the dynamic of I'm, I'm reading the room here and the jazz don't have good chemistry internally. And it's clear that no one wants to fuck with Rudy Gobert right now because they refuse to give him the ball. Um, So I think there's value in taking that play. Like, you know, he's going to get the rebounds, but I can't trust him to score 10 points. And uh, the market right now, I think his line opened up, his points line opened up at 12 and a half. I've seen that 13 and a half in in some books now Mm -hmm. at plus money. Yeah. So you're pretty close to that edge anyway. So um, this is a really a matter of is Quinn Snyder going to suddenly, you know, deploy some scheme that exposes Maxi Kleba or, you know, Dwight Powell, you know, like it, it really like and focus the attention to, hey, we're going to feed Rudy Gobert and watch him go to work. Yeah, that just hasn't been their recipe for success, like for much of the season. So. I'd find it hard to believe that they would try to go to it now. Um, I'm actually surprised these odds aren't a bit longer. Uh, Plus 200 actually seems um, pretty reasonable. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I I mean, I I see the angle for it just for how he hasn't got enough touches in the paint. Yeah, because if you kind of go back to game one, all five of his points came from the free throw line. He only had one field goal attempt. In in the second game, he had five field goal uh, attempts, made two of them. That's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) And and half of his points also, again, came from the free throw line. So I I just want to kind of want to throw that out there mention. I probably am going to play it here maybe for like a quarter of a unit or half a unit just to see if it it pans out. But I did kind of want to mention that here to the listeners uh, for here uh, for tonight. Dude, when your starting center is getting five attempts in a playoff game, when it matters down the stretch, like – that's bad. Yeah. Like that's clearly like Don Mitchell already said he's out. So like this, this is him just doubling down. Like I don't fuck with this dude. Yeah. I will do it on my own. And if we don't win, Oh, well I'm out. So yeah. 
All right, let's get to your last play prop. You have any more for the people? Uh, yeah, I got a, I got a couple other actually. Okay, um, yeah, go ahead. I'll, I'll go with the, the first one. So my, uh, the next one sticking to the same game, Spencer Dinwiddie. I'm going to go under on his assists at six and a half. Um, to me, I think this is, this is just a spot where the Mavs are due for some regression. Um, uh, they shot 47% from three in game two. They hit 22 of them. I don't think that that's going to happen again. Jalen Brunson had the game of his life. I don't think that's going to happen again. If you look at Spencer Dinwiddie's assists, Primarily, most of them have gone to Maxi Kleba, uh, Reggie Bullock, and Jalen Brunson. Mm-hmm. And two of those guys are, you know, sh- knock down three-point shooters, that being Bullock and, and Kleba. So, you know, if, we're, if I'm expecting some kind of a regression there from the three-point line, that's going to be less um, three-point opportunities for Din or less assist opportunities for Dinwiddie. But then also, I think that Quinn Snyder will make some adjustments in terms of defending Jalen Brunson um, and and which which could also force the hand of Spencer Dinwiddie to be more um, aggressive offensively in trying to score the ball. So um, this is really just a play to uh, Dinwiddie um, really kind of exceeding those expectations of, of, of his assists. You know, mm-hmm. obviously uh, Luca's not there. So yeah. someone has to man the point guard and it's been kind of a combo of, of Brunson and, and Dinwiddie, but six and a half seems too high for me for a guy that, um, you know, potentially is going to be not only splitting minutes as a facilitator, but, also could see uh, more of an uptick in scoring with more adjustments being made to defend the three-point line and, and, and guarding Jalen Brunson. Yeah, it seems like they're like kind of taking uh, at least an assist away from each other are Jalen Brunson and Spencer Didwitty. And again, you know, the scoring responsibility is, I think, especially without Luca, at least for game three, that we're kind of seeing now that he's going to be doubtful for here for tonight. But um, yeah, I think those two guys are going to have to score more than facilitate. I know they hit, what, 20-plus threes in their in their uh, Game 2 victory. I just don't think that's going to happen again here in, in Game 3 here tonight. So, again, but that, that scoring responsibility is going to fall on their shoulders, meaning they're not going to be able to pass the ball as much. And when you think about Spencer Didwitty, I think you think of him more of a scoring guard versus an actual, like, true point guard that actually distributes and gets other, you know, his teammates involved and racks up the assists, right? But yeah, at this six and a half number, yeah, I, I would uh, go with the under on this as well. Uh, do you have any more you want to give out? Yeah, one more. Um, I like a bounce back spot for Dylan Brooks here. Okay. Um, he at his line is his points line is sitting at eighteen and a half. This is also a very important game for the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, he's actually gone over eighteen and a half points in six of his last seven playoff games. Um, the blowout, I think, impacted his minutes. You know, he saw under thirty, mm-hmm. but I think he's going to get plenty of shots up here. Um, with this this being a, a must win game for Memphis to kind of take take the reins back over this series, and um, you know he's really integrated well into this lineup, and you know I think John Morant, a lot of their offense has been predicated on him and his success, and Desmond Bain had a really good game last game, but um, I think we'll see Dylan Brooks uh, play more of a role here if we see some uh, defensive adjustments to uh, contain John Morant. Yeah, he had a, a rough shooting night in game uh, game two, 26 minutes, but like you said, but that was because of a blowout. They won that game by 28 points, three of 11 from the field, didn't hit a three-point shot out of his five attempts that he got up. So, yeah, I think this is a good bounce back spot. And, again, they're going to need that second, third guy behind um, John Moran to help with the score. Right. I think Desmond Bain is is 1A and then Dylan Brooks is 1B uh, for the Memphis Grizzlies. So, I don't hate that play either. Um, for my last one, I'll give you Carl uh, Anthony Towns over 10.5 rebounds. Um, you know, he's been in double figure rebounding in both of the first two games here so far. And it's really predicated kind of here on number one, seeing a, such a high total that we're expecting a lot of pace in this game, which means a lot more shot opportunities or lots more rebounding opportunities. And I think that with the whole Steven Adams thing that I don't anticipate seeing him 
uh, playing a lot of minutes. I think probably something around the same thing we saw in game two, because Memphis is better with uh, Brandon Clark out there, which kind of means that, you know, Cat can go out and get those rebounds and not have to deal with a body like Steven Adams. So at 10 and a half, I'll take a bite at that. Again, he's done it in both of the first two games here. So I think that continues here tonight on their home floor. So I'll take Carl Anthony Towns over uh, 10 and a half rebounds. And the last one I'll throw out there, uh, John Morant uh, assist over seven and a half and kind of going on what you're saying that if they do make an adjustment on his um, or double team, double teaming him or trapping him, he's going to have to find those guys like Dylan Brooks, like, you know, Desmond Bain and kind of step up and then knock some of those shots down and kind of rack up his assist. And I think I was looking at John Moran where he's in the first two games, he's gone over this number for uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. Here, let me quickly put it up. Um, last game he had, yeah, 10 and then he had nine, uh, sorry, 10 in the game uh, two, eight in game one. If you kind of go back even further uh, to the regular season, um, uh, he had, again, nine against the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, prior to that, before that Atlanta game, he had 10, eight, eight. So he's no stranger to racking up these assists for the Memphis Grizzlies. So those are two more I wanted to throw out there for um, for uh, John Moran and this game between the Wolves and the Grizzlies, man. Yeah, I think that correlates really well to the Dylan Brooks uh, play. But then also, I want to touch back on the cat. Um, mm. Cat, cat would have he would have crushed this over if he not gotten foul trouble. So I think that's going to be big for him. Is if he can stay on the floor, he's going to get ten and a half rebounds. Like that's that's an easy over for me. So I, I love that play, assuming yeah. he can actually stay on the court. And as you stated, no Stephen Adams there. He's going to be going up against. He's going to be banging with Brandon Clark and Xavier Tillman, who are undersized guys. So he he should have a field day down down the, on the in the in the block. Yeah, I think if he plays thirty plus minutes here tonight and stays out of foul trouble, I think he can get to this number easily. Especially you know yeah. with the Bucks projecting such a high uh, total, and, and we've seen these two teams get up and down the floor. So uh, right. shot opportunities are definitely going to be there. Um, Dan, do you have anything else as far as player press before we get into our best bets? Nah, that'll do it, man. All right, let's take uh, one last break here, bud. We'll come back and then we'll get into our best bets and we'll wrap up the show here. So we'll be right back after we hear from our sponsors. Now on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can make money on Sleeper too by playing their new over-under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. For example, number of points in basketball or hits in baseball. Then choose the amount of money you want to enter into that contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can I can join my buddies contest and play together. It's got a built in group chat where I can see and copy my friends picks with the tap of a button. It's it's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new Over Under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. Make sure to use promo code SGPNBA and Sleeper will match your deposit up to $100. Again, download Sleeper, then use promo code SGPNBA. That's SGPNBA. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use or details. Roster brought to you by Athletic Greens and their AG1 supplement. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, 
whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all the things. It costs you less than $3 a day and you're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery and Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five, that's right, five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com SGP. Again, that is athleticgreens.com SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right, without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's really that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off the yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting 9 months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So, so go to IPVanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% in savings. That's IPVanish.com SGP. All right, coming off of the break, uh, let's identify best bets here. Uh, Dan, I'll give you the floor first, man. Best bet for tonight. What do you got? Best bet, uh, I'm going to go with Jordan Poole, over 25 and a half points and assists. This is too low. He can do this on points alone. Just the the scoring tear that he's on and the wave that he's riding, um, he's playing the best basketball of his career, and uh, I don't see him letting the foot off the gas. There's no one on the Nuggets that can stop him and or Steph Curry. So um, I think that there's going to be a really good chance for him to rack up at least five assists um, here as he's been proven to do that in the first two games. He's averaging six over the course of the series. And then you couple that with just his extreme um, valuable three-point shooting that he brings you, um, stretching the floor, as well as taking the ball to the rack. Uh, with Steph Curry's increase in minutes, I think he could also uh, see some time with the second unit and really be the score for that second unit. So I think there's a lot of upside here in Jordan, in Jordan Poole in game three. Yeah, if it's not broken, don't try to fix it. And I think that's kind of the theme here of Jordan Poole. Um, I don't anticipate him, his minutes uh, decreasing, even though they did say Clay and uh, Steph are going to play more minutes. It might be Andrew Wiggins that has to kind of take a backseat because, uh, again, uh, he's been the hot hand for the um, uh, Golden State Warriors so far. And we talked about it, that if they're going to focus their defensive efforts on either Clay or Steph, just open up some more opportunities for Jordan Poole. So I uh, love that one. Uh, for me, I'm going to stick with it, man. Like you mentioned, it's been a, a cashing in the nine out of the last 10 playoff games. Donovan Mitchell, over 29 and a half uh, rebounds. I'm sorry, uh, over 29 and a half points. <laughs> um, again, the shot volume is there. 
the uh, minutes are there. And again, if he's pretty much the offense for this, for this uh, Utah jazz squad. So pretty simple meet for me here over 29 and a half points for Donovan Mitchell as my best bet. Uh, that'll do it for the prop cast here for this uh, Thursday night edition of the NBA playoffs. Uh, Dan, you have anything else you want to get off your chest before we get out of here, man? Uh, just tune in tomorrow to the NBA gambling podcast. Me and McKee will be running through our best bets. We're actually going to record it later tonight. So nice. uh, we'll get some advanced line in there and uh, give you guys some angles on how to bet it. So tune into that and uh, follow me on Twitter at Dan Titus. There you go, man. Yeah. Uh, NBA gambling podcast has been doing real well. Huge dog cash for uh, Terrell last Ellen night. Terrell. He had the, yeah, the Bulls money line. And then we had gotten off to a very hot start with our locks. Cooled off a little bit yesterday, but hopefully we can pick it back up. So NBA Gambling Pocket is absolutely crushing it right now. So make sure to tune in to Dan and uh, McKee tomorrow for that, uh, for the Friday games. Uh, with that being said, guys, thank you so much for joining us. I will be back tomorrow for the PropCast as well. We'll break down the Friday games and some more player prop performances. Uh, Till then, let's break these books off and let it ride. (laughs) 